Yes, on a roll! Ah, sweet, man. Cool. Um, so I have here with me a Smash player, um, uh, Captain Falcon main, IDK. What's up, bro? Oh, not much, man. And yourself? Yeah, not doing good, bro. Um, yeah, give us the rundown about yourself. Rundown about myself. Oh, well, my name's Hamish. My tag's IDK. It's been mentioned. Uh, I've been playing Super Smash Brothers for about five years. I started with Smash for Wii U, and now I'm uh, playing Ultimate these days. Uh, mainly Captain Falcon um, through those games. Mm. And we were just talking about Captain Falcon as a character choice because I was saying mm. I don't play Smash, but I I definitely know that character. So, what's made you? What's what is it about Captain Falcon about him being a main for you? Oh, uh, he's just hype. Uh, no, he uh, he has real sense of style, and I think he sort of exemplifies like what I like about competitive Smash. Um, yeah, he's always got interesting movement and his combos are pretty flashy. So usually he's my go-to. Yeah. Is he quite, um, like he's quite an adored character. Like when people see him in tournament, they don't get irritated or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, uh, looking at other fighting games, um, like Falcon is definitely that character. Like, uh, I, I know watching tech and I've seen like King get his like crazy grabs, like, you know, multiple times over and people get hyped about that. Definitely Falcon's got a similar energy. <laughs> so how did you get into the fighting game scene, bro? Oh, so I started, um, I think when uh, Smash 4 came out uh, in 2014, I was playing online for a bit and then I saw uh, um, in the uni, like, fighting game group, they were hosting a tournament on, like, that Friday night. So I went, went with some friends uh, they didn't stick around as much. Uh, you know, tournaments weren't really for them, but I just kept playing. Yeah. And yeah, that, that was the sort of stuff uh, Tarmody or Gorilla Strong uh, was running at the time. Yeah. Okay. Just keep going. So you never, so you're, because I mean, I guess I, I would feel like how a Smash player gets into the scene is that they're just kind of playing with their friends because it's a party, well, I mean, party-ish type game. Um, did you Did you have much experience or knowledge of Smash before getting into the scene? Um, not, not really, to be honest, it was mostly, um, I owned a Wii U, so that was slim pickings to begin with. So smash was like the go-to game that sort of season. So I picked it up and just started playing online. Um, I, yeah, found like tournament resources and like how to do combos and like read people Mm. and that sort of thing. How, how, what does it take to get competitive in, in smash? Like I, I guess I'm asking from a from a perspective where, like I come from, you know, we come from the legacy games. When we look at something like Smash, how, yeah, how how does one get good competitively? How does someone get good? Yeah, that's a really that's a good question. Yeah, with other fighting games, I suppose like there's already there's like it, it, you know most games are one on one. That's like the base mode, right? So there's already like a competitive nature to it. Um, Smash, not so much. You almost have to like decide to you want to fight someone or see who's more skilled. Yeah, and uh, in that way, you just um, yeah, you really it's mostly like any other game from there. You like you figure out the system and how your moves interact with other ones, and you know what your opponent wants to do. Yeah, that's about uh, that's how I've learned Smash at least. That yeah. you know everyone has their own journey with these things. Mm. Is the Smash scene quite 
open? Like, were you at times hesitant in entering it? You know, because for a first, you know, for your first time. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, Smash. I was definitely when I entered. I was. I think I was sixteen when I started going to tournaments. So I was pretty young. I'm twenty-one these days. Um, so really, the, um, the Smash community was great. It was more so just me being shy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was pretty great from the get-go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like looking at this game, I guess it's 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 reading a textbook I could never truly understand. Um, <laughs> but it's quite a lively scene. And I know there's some characters um, that, are crossed, that, that are kind of crossovers. Um, Jacino... Cup tea, they, you know, like I, I know of some Smash players and they seem quite, um, and they're nice, you know, they're hospitable. Um, but why the separate entities? Why the NZFGC and why Smash being a separate thing? Yeah, I, um, I guess looking at the international scene in New Zealand scene are almost different things to me because, um, at least with how the Christchurch scene works, we've had uh, fighting games and Smash at the same venue. So there's always been that interaction to begin with. I know um, in other scenes, it's not quite the same. But yeah, from the beginning, I was always uh, looking at other fighting games and seeing how people played those and uh, just entering brackets randomly. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, also, I think uh, Smash has not always been regarded as like the most competitive game. And, you know, there's various reasons for that. And uh, the FGC and Smash scenes, they're also different. Uh, I'd say it's fair to say, like, they're different types of people. Like, the people who, like you were saying about the Legacy games, those people come from, ar- you know, playing in arcades, yeah, uh, playing random people. That's a very different environment from playing a party game on your home console and deciding you want to beat your friends, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. So, I guess being a Tekken player... You know, like Tekken players, Street Fighter players, I think there's a certain way that we see Smash players. But I really want to ask you, how does a Smash player see the other players in fighting games? Hmm. Um, I think at least for Smash, uh, Melee has always been like a constant entity. Um, it's a game that just won't die because the community loves it so much. Um uh, Just from my point of view, I kind of wish the FGC would almost uh, hold... Uh, you know, hold on to their older games more so. Because um, <clears throat> there's just a lot of fighting games that are, that are like, I would argue, are better than the current wave of games that uh, just, you know, aren't around anymore. You know, you can't really find people to play games with. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, uh, when, you, uh, when you play a game in tournaments, you just sort of, you, you know what they're going through, at least in that regard. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so they're just they're just competing in the medium they like to play, and it's cool. Yeah, um, where where uh, just where is Smash Ultimate um, standing in terms of like uh, like players and stuff? Like, is the scene still going strong despite you know COVID still being a thing? Mm. Uh, the the growth's obviously slowed to a halt, uh, pretty much. Um, it's kind of hard, I guess, to engage with a community when you're not going to real life events, I would say, and the online mode being bad, it doesn't help. Um, but the, the scene is far bigger than it's ever been, um, you know, for ultimate. So that's always a positive. Yeah. Who are some of the outstanding, uh, Fox players in your scene? So obviously there's you, <laughs> um, 
because I mean, you're playing Fox here, not Captain Falcon, but he's another character where a lot of people just recognize him. And I think he is one of the stronger, well, he's always been a strong character in these Smash games. He has, yeah, no, you're too right. Uh, Fox, he's just has great movement. He's very fast and he's got some strong moves to boot. Uh, yeah, so competitive playing, you, you know, he's a character you might want to pick up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, how's, how, how, and how's this year been for you as a player? Um, you, you know, you said the online is, is pretty terrible. Um, yeah. But with Biggie 3 being temporarily postponed, I mean, how's this year turned out for you in general, man? Oh, for me, well, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I, I technically retired from tournaments, maybe this time last year from major tournaments. Um, I My last uh, big major tournament was Biggie 2, and it turns out I retired at the best time because I, I barely missed any big tournaments. So, uh, I'm you know, in the last few months, I've been back uh, going to Christchurch Locals and uh, learning Captain Falcon again for Ultimate. So I was playing Fox and Wario and that sort last year. Yeah. I ended up getting ranked uh, fifth in the country, and I was really stoked at that. What brought you to retirement? Was it just a personal choice or...? Mm-hmm. Yeah, personal choice. It, it, there were some frustrations with the game, um, which I've now sort of uh, uh, mulled over a bit more. And uh, also, I just wasn't very good at managing my time. Uh, but uh, quarantine, uh, not quarantine, but you know, lockdown taught me a few things. <laughs> and I got better at managing my time. I'm thinking, oh, I have time to practice Smash again, do what I want to do. No, that's good to hear, man, because I mean, you're so young, and the Smash scene is so young. Like, You shouldn't be retiring at your age, man. <laughs> yeah exactly um it feels uh with ultimate in particular it feels like i'm old now because like even being in your early 20s there's a lot of uh a lot of kids who have switches who are getting into the game um and that's that's been really cool mm. uh, to see them start their own sort of <laughs> competitive journey who's who would you say has been quite an influence to you in terms of um leveling up in the scene leveling up oh well i think the first player i definitely have to mention is a uh, gamma fox uh from christchurch so in smash 4 cam uh, gamma fox was the unquestioned like best player and pretty much every local was just me like trying to see if i can take a take a game off him that was just like that every fortnight for like two years <laughs> for two years yeah yeah man and uh, eventually, I, I would say I got onto his level um, in Smash 4. We were going about even in the last year of that game. And nowadays, like, we, we have pretty competitive sets all around, so that's, that's been really cool. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you would change to Smash or add to Smash um, to kind of encourage new players? Oh, change to Smash. Um... Or, or it could just be adding something. Could be adding something. Uh, I think it just a good training mode would be great. Like, uh, so players can sort of see for themselves how the game, how like moves interact with each other, and how the game really functions at like a like a deeper level. Yeah, if you could add like one thing to the game, it'd probably be that. And from there, like it's easier to get resources and uh, that sort of stuff for competitive. Yeah. Did you ever go out to um the other like to the other cities, Auckland, um, and enter in their tournaments? Yeah, uh, my first uh, big tournament. Uh, oh, other than uh, there was Red Zone One in twenty sixteen, and then the first out of town tournament I went to was First Blood Seven. Ah, yes. And uh, then 
yeah, just went to every major tournament afterwards, except for war. I'm still meaning to go to Hamilton. Maybe Southern Cross Up's the one I got to go to this year. Fingers crossed, man. It's so close. Yeah. I honestly don't know if it, yeah, I haven't seen it. We can make it, eh? Bro, it's so close. You could cut the tension with a knife. Um, well, I mean, yeah, Standing Fierce, you've got Dave Head Honcho, who kind of looks after all the other games. With Smash, do you guys have your own, like, hierarchy? Uh, we definitely have, like, our head TOs. Um, I'd say at the very top is probably Hugh. Uh, he, Hugh Manchu, he runs, like, the Wellington tournament, so Biggie 2 was his baby. Uh, that was the biggest, like... Oh, well, yeah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, no, I, I, I saw <laughs> yeah. Sly Will's clip. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's just We're for Smash. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, over 100 entrants, that's wild. So uh, Hugh definitely has a lot of influence. There's Alberto, double A. Uh, he's the Auckland TO. And there's a couple more that I haven't, unfortunately, been familiar with because some new tournaments have popped up in Auckland lately. Um, but yeah, they, um, also there's Ding Dong Kid. Uh, he does a lot of Smash stuff in Dunedin. And there's also Dragon Lay in Christchurch, of course. Long-time yep. Christchurch TO. So we'll get to this later, but is Biggie... Would you consider Biggie, like, your, the Smash version of Southern Cross-Up? Like, it's your big tournament? I would say it is now, yeah. Um, coming into Ultimate... Um, yeah, Southern Cross Up. We'd still almost we we still call it Nats uh, for sure, but uh, but Biggie is the Smash exclusive tournament where we celebrate the game and we have our you know big hype matches. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say, I mean, Smash is a fun game to watch, um, and yeah, I do remember times where the Smash players, when they're watching their game, like, when they're watching, like, live tournament matches, they just go off, man. Like, you guys get, like, I thought, I thought we get crazy when we watch Street Fighter, but fucking Smash oh, players yeah. get buck wild, dude. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, Biggie 2 was absolutely wild. I, it felt like a fever dream watching uh, Aloof uh, versus Sebpro in Grand Finals, so Sebpro is like a top player in Aussie, and it was like game, oh, was it game 15? I forget. I think it was like it was a very close, uh, like last set, and yeah, we were just so excited. It was great. <laughs> um, so have you had? Is there a player in the Australian shores that is kind of considered, you know, the Australian mm-hmm. version of IDK? Do you have like a doppelganger in the Australian scene? Do I have a doppelganger? I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I think, uh, well, I know there's Defective Dagger, who's like a Wario player. I've got my best results in Ultimate with uh, Wario so far. I'm a Falcon main these days, but uh, yeah, he's the Wario player. And uh, when I was practicing with Seb Pro at that tournament, he was telling me about him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like comparing the play styles. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was asking you, like, what are some things you're into? And you've mentioned anime. Um, and you mentioned two. And I want to go over the first one. Yo, that, that's, that's fucked up, bro. That's some dark shit, man. You said it was a night. You said it was a ninety. It was in the. It was in the late nineties. It was called. Well, I will let you explain it. Oh, berserk! Oh, this is a very grim show. This is this dark, is, man. This is this is the dark episode. This this messes with people. Yeah, I mean the subtitles speak for themselves. Like, where the hell are we? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, it does not the whole show, but this is definitely like the like the climax of 
the golden age arc for berserk yeah and uh, this is where like the main character guts really uh he's really scarred from this event and uh from here it's like a bridge to the rest of it you know attaining the rest of his humanity mm. um because yeah i i do admit i i like um the anime from that period because you get like i like the the style of the drawings the aesthetic and it, it just seems more rigid more rough i kind of like it but when i watched the first few seconds of this i was like oh no i'm, I'm not a fan of this <laughs> no nah, it's it's yeah it's pretty crazy man and then you um obviously no no surprise here we all know what this one is um oh yeah what you can find any mod for any fighting game with a one punch man character yeah he's iconic um he's just uh yeah one punch man it's a really great show about heroism but it, uh you know on the surface it's very jokey the main character is just overpowered and everything he does but really he's become so ridiculously strong that he's apathetic to everything around him and what really uh defines his heroism is the fact that even though everything's so boring and his life you know it doesn't have any thrills in it he still continues to do what he does <laughs> um here's a fun question in in the new zealand smash scene who would be the one punch man like he just oh. he's he's kind of so chill but he knows one one he's got the touch of death oh aloof not even a question yeah yeah definitely don't think you yeah, get him to shave I, his I head wouldn't be, i wouldn't be surprised if he's had a couple monologues to himself why do we even bother this is no no it's a great show i think it's actually one of the best animes um around yeah too good i actually have uh i bought uh because you met uh, we were talking about it i actually bought the next manga volume so i'm past the anime now oh wow shit okay don't spoil me anything man yeah, no, I'll try not <laughs> so you've obviously mentioned it biggie um this event looked really crazy and insane temporarily postponed but you know we'd like to think maybe there can be some light on the horizon and you had mm. a hell of a time at the previous one so tell us about your experience pre-biggie but also in the moment of competing pre-biggie pre-biggie uh we had uh crush counter capital the yearly um, general Wellington FGC event, which is which was fantastic, of course. Um, I didn't. I know I wasn't doing quite as well as I wanted to. I was thinking I'm on the cusp of like beating the really good players, but I need to just make a final push. I need to do something different. Yeah. And um, in losers' quarters, I believe for that tournament, I was playing Gamma Fox, and we were at game. Uh, um, he won the first two games with his Joker. I believe. Yeah. And I was playing Fox and I switched off Fox and uh, Fox. I, I definitely gave him up at that point. Uh, in ultimate, I don't believe he's that great for a tournament. He's hard to play consistently and he dies quite early. His recovery is not all that great. Yeah. Um, so I switched to Wario and he was doing pretty well. I nearly made a reverse three Oh, but it didn't quite. So I knew after that tournament, I needed to work on him and yeah so i could really sharp at biggie because one thing i love as a player personally i love just excuse me nothing right performance yeah no i think i mean you really did as well though um yeah not just you but also like it looks like everyone at that venue everyone at the event was really yeah very nice mm. yeah very good man <laughs> uh 
So funny in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Top eight. This moment, the, yeah, yeah. That one clip before that was getting into top eight because, oh man, I because top eight, you've made it, right? You're you're on the stage. Um, everyone's watching. That's that's probably the most important thing to me, at least. Other than maybe, and you know, of course, winning a tournament that would be great. Um, but uh, making top eight, that's yeah, that's the big boys. Did the nerves do nerves affect you as much? Uh, are nerves ever a problem with you in these situations? Not as much as they used to be. Um, you you just yeah you play. I've spent years playing uh, at this point, so you just you've been through it all. You've been come back. You know, people have come back on you. They've done ridiculous combos and destroyed you. You know, you've had people you know rooting for the other player, which is fair enough, or rooting against you, and that's fine. Um, yeah, so I guess I do get nervous when it's really close, of course. Yeah, um, but other than that, it's yeah. It's okay. And then you had your old boy Sly Will doing his bit, you know, creating a little Biggie 2 montage. Um, oh, dude. Uh, yeah, this we, bro, we owe him so much, man. We do, we do. He really, like, these videos legitimize the scene. Um, I showed this to my parents, actually, and they were like, whoa, wait, this is real? This is what you got up to this weekend? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely see some faces there. Um, so, yeah, we, we, yeah, what was that venue like and how did it accommodate you guys? Um, the venue, so the where initially we played our pools matches like day one out at um, at Victoria University and that's that's the usual place where the Wellington tournaments are and that, you know, that was great. That accommodated everyone quite well. And then we were in the Hunter Lounge for uh, day two where uh, all the big stuff was happening. They had a big stage and they had... Um, Kieran uh, Kingo on MCing, and even top eight players. You got your own intro theme. I never thought this would happen. This is like CEO. <laughs> I don't even know what to pick. Uh, I picked, uh, I think, Captain America's theme from MVC in the end. Yeah. Nice. Fuck, yes, seeing Red go off, man. Jesus Christ. He's always yeah. so, he's always in the element, eh? Oh, no, yeah. Red's another huge inspiration. Um, Met him at Red Zone Rumble one, and he's been like a inspiration ever since. Yeah, he just he put so much passion into his play, and when in Smash Four when he was like the number one player, um, yeah, the game was definitely at its most exciting. I would say. Yeah, what would what do you think the best? Uh, what was the best thing that you take out of um, Biggie Two? Was it your placing, or was it just the the general sense of the Smash community? Yeah, the placing was lovely, but uh, the definitely the sense of scale that we'd achieved um, with this tournament. Uh, the performance was great. The tournament was packed. The level of play was good. Uh, yeah, for ultimate, like the event was perfect. I couldn't imagine something better. Oh, that's good, man. Um, well, yeah, Red, Aloof, um, these guys... They're so they're like they've got a lot of potential. It's almost like they're kind of mystified and legend um, in the in the Smash scene. Um, what's it? How, how's it been like for you in terms of running to them in, in tournament? Mm. Well, it's always uh, yeah. They definitely have they have their own aura when you're playing them. It's a bit different uh, for sure than playing other players. Yeah, uh, but I, but I've beaten them before, so it's okay. <laughs> Who who do you str- do you struggle like uh, 
like the character choices as well. Like, I don't know. Do you fear one way over another just just because of their skill, or is like does character knowledge come into it? Because uh, how how do the characters fear against um, Captain Falcon? Captain Falcon. Um, at least my experience plagued them. Uh, Captain Falcon does okay against uh, most of their characters. Um, and Smash Four, Aloof played Mario, and I thought, uh, you know, your my understanding of the game was always evolving. So I was thinking, oh, Mario just combos me, and that's it. And, you know, there's not much I can do about it. But of course, there's more uh, advantages to exert. There's like Falcon's better range. He can definitely. You have to adapt a certain playstyle. You have to realize who the aggressor is in the matchup and who's the defender. Uh, I would say, like, am I trying to stop him getting in, or am I like, am I moving in on him more? Or am I doing a bit of both? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, you also sent a uh, reference to your match with Aloof, the one that kind of made the, the smash headlines. Um, yeah, would you be able to go into a bit uh, regarding that? To some degree, for sure, yeah. Um, so this match here is from uh, Crush Counter Capital 2, so 2018. Um, so... This match is against Aloof. Um, at this tournament, I I feel like I finally like reached my some sort of potential in this game. Um, I beat uh, Gamma Fox, which is a great start for me, and then I beat uh, Simikins, who was a Sheik specialist. A lot of uh, a lot of us were uh, like character specialists in this game. Like you had your one boy, and that was it. Uh, Simi was the he was a whiz kid with Sheik. And I just barely beat him game five. And then this is Loser's Finals here where I played Aloof. Um, and he plays Mario. Uh, he played a bit of Marth at the beginning, but to be honest, I don't know why he did. <laughs> I mean, I, I've played this matchup a million times. There's a, there's a small meme about that where I, I beat Aloof at uh, Nats 2017. And I said, I live this matchup. You can't take me out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, when I won. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. But... Um, the best part about this, for sure, was that uh, a lot of the Christchurch scene, uh, Tarmody, <coughs> uh, people like that who have been there since the beginning, they were watching this match. And it was really cool to just sort of, uh, I don't know, put on a show for them and just show them, like, look, this is, this is what you've done. This is, a, this is an amazing thing. Mm. So in, this, in the Christchurch scene, tell us, um, tell us your, kind of your, your friends, your boys. Like, who's the crew that you kind of hang out with and train? Who's the crew? I like to say everyone's my crew, but of course that's you know that, that's not completely true. Uh, definitely the people I've played for the longest. There's my brother DCS, um, probably biggest practice partner. There's Gamma Fox, and uh, there's a lot of other new people coming up for sure. There's uh, people like Lalapin, um, Ash, who was in a clip before he plays Yoshi. Uh, he's sort of he started with Ultimate and he's insanely good. There's uh, Bozzy. One big uh, boon to our scene um, in Ultimate was that uh, the, some of the best in Eden players actually moved down to Christchurch. So we have Bozzy, who's uh, the best player in our scene currently, and there's Cheese as well. Yeah. Um, and he's a, he's a very good player. All of them are power ranked. Yeah, yeah. So Christchurch has become quite a strong scene in that regard. Can Is it easy to define, like if you were to choose one champion per one city, is it quite easy to do? If you could choose an Auckland, Christchurch, or Wellington, Hamilton, if you if you know them as well, like can you kind of choose the cream of the crop for each city? Cream of the crop right now. Uh, Dunedin would be. Oh, 
I know there's a couple of good people in Dunedin. There's uh, Beacam is quite good. Uh, he he's young, but he's he's really getting good really fast. You know, they're keen these young people. Mm. And uh, there's also well Wellington uh, at the moment it's Swanji I would say, but he's really not had the chance to compete um, on on stage yet. Um, I still say it's Murph. It's Red. Yeah. Um, he's just he's played in too many of these big tournaments to ever rule them out. Um, Auckland, there's aloof for sure. The, uh, he's not as untouchable as um, the results may seem, but he in a major tournament, it's definitely him. He's looking to win the thing. And in Christchurch, it's hard to say. Um, some people play like exponentially better at locals than they do at a, ma- at a, at a tournament. Major, yeah. Sadly. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. That's a bit unfortunate, but sometimes it's a thing. You know, sometimes you just need more experience and you know learn a couple matchups. And that goes a long way. Yeah. What is the matchup knowledge like in a game like this? Is it very? You can only learn really by playing the matchups, or is it very flow charty? Like this person, this character should win against this character seven three, similar to Street Fighter. There are there are definitely those really lopsided matchups uh, that you're gonna see in tournament. Um, maybe. Yeah, character with like limited range. Uh, there are definitely there are of course bad characters in Smash. I'd say so, like a classic matchup for me is like DDD, the fat penguin type character. Yeah, uh, playing against Mega Man who shoots pellets like at a rapid rate. Like there's just nothing you can do about it. Like I don't expect a DDD player to win. <laughs> Fair <laughs> <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> well, what's one character that's in Smash Ultimate? A new character that is quite like they're quite underwhelming. They're not as as like they seem like from the from the press, you know, like from the press, media press and stuff, they seem to be quite strong and interesting, but mm. in gameplay, they're actually like they're not really all that hot. Ooh, gameplay, I think Ganondorf is honestly the best example of that because he's quite hyped up. He's people get excited about Ganondorf, but he doesn't actually have the tools to really compete at a decent level. Um, he'll sometimes hit you really hard um if he reads you right but he has to hard read it and yeah yeah he's just an unfortunate character really mm. so with with like this like with falcon is it so like this whole risk reward situation which other fighting game players will know with falcon is it like how is the risk reward situation with falcon falcon he's a fast faller what we call in smash so um the gravity his gravity is quite high so he's going to fall back down into moves a lot easier so it makes him more um comboable he's also heavy in addition to that so his disadvantage and uh isn't that great and he also gets comboed quite hard um but he also can combo quite well himself and he's very fast he has good movement so I would say he's a glass cannon, even though he's glass would imply he's light, but uh, yeah, yeah. he's a high risk, high reward sort of character. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, no, no, I get that. All right. Um, well, actually, funny, it's something you just mentioned, um, power rankings. Because in other games, we just call it rankings. Like at Rambats, you know, like, oh, where'd you place? Where'd you rank? But you guys call it power rankings. And yeah, why do you call it power rankings? I don't know myself. Um, I, yeah, really just, yeah, just how good they are. Power. <laughs> yeah, no, it's but just, it's rankings sounded, maybe yeah. uh, might be more to do. I guess when we think of rankings, it might be like the standings of an individual tournament. That might be it. Okay. 
yeah, I just because when when I you know it said power rankings and I thought oh maybe it is something slightly different, um, and I know there are certain I guess like there's certain uh, tally sheets and websites that we use to to do what you said is kind of rank you know rankings and placings, um, seeding websites and like seeding charts and stuff, yeah. and you guys have your own as well. Is it the AU Smash website? AU Smash, yeah, that's the one. Um, I would say if you're looking for tournament results or um, something like that, that's definitely the place to go for the New Zealand scene and the Australian scene as a whole. Yeah, I mean, uh, this they also have ELO rankings here, which is pretty sweet. I mean, this thing is actually like I know the ones that we've got are detailed, but this is really like this is crazy. You can actually see the amount of players that you've got in their respective areas. So you go to New Zealand, it's like... Oh, yeah, it's quite that, That's eh? really resourceful. You guys link the Discord, you list the tournaments that have happened, that are about to happen, and finding players is quite a doozy. I mean, you can just find you, ID, Jesus, IDK, and boom, it's like, there you are. What the um, How much, do you know how much work gets put into this kind of resource material? I know, I remember there was an earlier version of this website, which wasn't uh, quite as good. I know this has been years in the making um, by like a dedicated team in Aussie. Um, so good on them. I believe, I think Shitashi is one of the people who works on this. So yeah, they've, they've done an excellent job. Uh, you know, you don't get the chance, you kind of take these sort of resources for granted when you have them, but yeah, it's thanks to those people. Yeah, I just, <laughs> like... You know, you're with your friends or with people that aren't in the Smash scene, and they ask you, "Oh, like, how are you going?" It's like, well, I can actually, I can actually show you, I can actually show you right down to the actual decimal point. That's um, yeah, this is yeah, really I'm down awesome. Five Elo this week, bro. I'm not feeling too good, bro. That's that's this is pretty crazy. I I, I really like it. Like for each Smash game, win percentage, um, and you can track your competition, um really quantifying the competitive experience um yeah do you do you, are you what do you are you always aware of your results do you always try to make that are you always aware of that knowledge and trying to always kind of improve yeah i'm, I'm always checking this thing <laughs> <laughs> so i'm guessing like red aloof like their results are probably quite high in the clouds as well yeah, very man. impressive. If you look at the win percentage on some of theirs, it's pretty amazing. Man, that's so crazy. And they even have rankings for the ELO. You have a Grandmaster and the sort if you reach a certain uh, point threshold. Threshold. And you can even, yeah, they have the character data as well and how much of each character you play. That's really awesome. I mean, yeah. God, that's and also general character representation. Yeah, well, well, actually, from your opinion, I mean, I could probably look on the website, but what is the general character representation in Smash for New Zealand? Oh, we have a lot of Link players. I know that much. That's definitely going to be up there. Yeah. Okay, Link. Also, there's a few Mario players, a couple Lucases. There'll be a sword character or two up there, Roy or Crom or Lucina. Yeah. Any other characters that are worth no um, noting? Like, um, was it like Bayonetta or 
God, I'm trying to think of all the Smash characters. Um, even Incineroar. Um, <laughs> Too many. I'd be impressed if we had an Incineroar. Oh, do we not have an Incineroar player? Not so much. He's like he's like Zangief, but even worse. Yeah, he, he's just he's ah. he's so slow. <laughs> okay. Um, oh no, interesting. Hmm. No, no Incineroars. No. Actually, I'm, actually, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> a Blaz uh, from Hamilton, who's probably one of the best in Hamilton. Uh, she has a Incineroar, mostly a villager main, but yeah, God knows. Okay, he's got a pocket Incineroar. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, with the remainder of this year going pretty much up in smoke, um, it, it's a, it's a real shame that there really hasn't been much to fuel the the fighting game community. And then there was that whole Evo smash shit that happened. Oh, there's been a lot of debacles. Yeah, bro. Did did that actually affect, like, did that really hit the New Zealand smash scene at all? Like, in terms of that kind of drama? Uh, we, I, I don't even think we've had much drama in the New Zealand scene on in any regard. But seeing, like, the international players we sort of looked up to, um, like, people we idolized for their gameplay and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, to know a lot of them were doing dodgy stuff. That's yeah, that's a bit disheartening. Yeah, for sure. Were there any? Um, oh, I mean, were there any players that you were kind of surprised that you know, not that they were involved in, in bad stuff, but just the fact that you know, like you you kind of expected better from that person, like someone that you mm-hmm. really looked up to. people like d1 the the commentator he was the face of the competitive community like so many sound bites from that guy (laughs) and he always came off as so composed and like yeah and he really brought in like he brought a lot to the spectator yeah it's a bit of a yeah it's a shame yeah do you really think do you think that evo could start fresh next year or should they just do a complete rebranding oh I uh, this is where I might have to ask a question. Like, how long has uh, have people like Mister Wizard been involved with Evo? Um, I, I think as long as we've ever known it being Evo. Even like, when it, it was like Battle of the Bay in the nineties, possibly. I mean, I the way I see it is, mm. it's like that Captain America Winter Soldier scene with Nick Fury when he's like, it doesn't matter for Shield or Hydra, it it all goes. It's it's practically it's it's non it's not savable. Raise it to the ground. Pretty mm. much, I'm kind of on that mindset. You know, like. I mean, maybe if you ask me in a few months after COVID's gone, I might think differently. But yeah, it's kind of hard to not associate that kind of thing. You know, it's it's hard to not associate it with that certain person and 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 what happened. Um, or oh, too right in that case. Yeah, when uh, it's a shame, more so because. It- it's not just an FGC thing at that point. Like Evo was its own institution for uh, fighting games. Yeah. That was like uh, casual audiences would look into this to see fighting games. So to rebrand from here, it'd be, it'd be difficult, but I guess it's something we're going to have to do. Mm. Would you ever want to go to uh, the tournaments like combo breaker or CEO? You mentioned, you know, having a CEO entrance for Biggie two, would that be something you'd want to do in the future? The American tournaments, uh, yeah, I mean, its own level of competition and, yeah, just getting a bigger audience. That'd be something really cool. It's something I've always thought about, for sure. Sweet, man. Hmm. Yeah, so, like, the the NZ Smash scene. Um, 
do you feel like it needs to be will there ever be a unification between the NZFGC and New Zealand Smash or will it always be two sides of the same coin yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with being two sides of the same coin um we uh we all love our games and we'll support each other when we have to we'll share events and that sort of thing uh there's a lot of uh the real issue is the amount of games and the amount of resources you have to dedicate to it when you're running a tournament i I ran some locals myself last year to really promote some growth in christchurch yeah and there was some talk about uh even getting melee in there was difficult um with ultimates and people were asking about other fighting games it was really i really wanted to but i it just yeah you just can't sometimes but uh we're, we're on good terms uh so i think it's cool yeah do you enjoy toing for smash toing it, it it gives its own benefits for sure uh there's there's definitely its own satisfaction knowing you've given a platform for people to really show their stuff when uh, folks were saying early on, oh, I stuck with competitive smash because of how you were welcoming and how you, you know, ran these events and that sort of thing. That's just, that's the good stuff. Yeah. Mm. So like, what, um, so what event, so what's the, so what was the last event that you, that you, that you ran, that you TO'd? It would have been a built to smash number six. Oh, uh, okay. From that point, I sort of handed the reins over to Blue Vapor, who was helping me with the tournaments. Yeah. Uh, that was probably about after Biggie 2. And from there, I might even think about reviving it at some point. Um, during the summer season, more time, people want to practice. There's yeah. big events coming up. That could be a good chance to do so. Mm. Uh, so, so like, yeah, the, ro- the roster in Smash... It's 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 definitive, right? Like, are you guys expecting any more characters or updates to it? Right now, we're in the the second fighters pass. So the first character for the fighters pass was Min Min from Arms. Yep, I saw that. An interesting addition, and we haven't. I don't believe we've gotten any updates about the rest of them. Uh, yeah, COVID's just sort of got in the way of that, which you know is is to be expected. But uh, yeah, speculation wise. People have no clue. Like they've put in so many characters people wanted at this point. Like Banjo was in the first Fighters Pass. That's a legacy character that nobody thought was going to get in because these days he's pretty much irrelevant. But he's in the game now. Mm. Who would you want for 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 the next lineup? Phoenix Wright from Ace Attorney is one for sure. Yeah, if you've played those games, very dramatic. He'd fit in well with the roster. He's been in Marvel. He's got a move set. Like just do it already. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet man, I think I will get to our final round question. So, you ready for it? Let's go. Sweet. All right, let's go. <clears throat> What's the best match you've seen in the New Zealand Smash community? The best match. Best match ever. I think Aloof versus Simikins at a. Uh... At uh, Biggie Breezy won the first set of grand finals from that tournament was really really good, very close. Uh, they were both pulling out all the stops. Uh, um, all the stuff I liked about that game was on show. No, and also I like those two. They're cool. <laughs> you don't you couldn't choose a favorite or like character wise like who would you, who would you root for more? 
probably root for Sheik just because she's a bit more precision oriented and Mario's a bit more brawler, like running, gloves blazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, all good, man. Name your preferred radio station. Preferred radio station. Um, I don't listen to much radio, but the, I don't know, the breeze is okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they got some good ones. Would you rather face Fox or Wolf in a grand final reset? Definitely Fox, because Fox sucks in Ultimate. Wait, does he really? <laughs> no, he doesn't suck, but Wolf <laughs> is Wolf's way more uh, well-rounded. Also, with this question, uh, who's am I coming from losers, or is someone else uh, oh, coming actually, against me? Mm, actually, good question. I never thought of that. Um, okay, well, if you uh, w- would the answer change if, if you were in winners or if you were in losers? Because I guess you could answer for both. It could do because if it was a reset, like, am I, did I just lose a set to Fox or Wolf? Oh, yeah, actually, for this case, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Um, I think I'd rather Wolf in this case because if the Fox is consistently beating me to do a whole game, you know, like to win a whole best of five set, then the Fox is probably just that much better than me, so it better be. Wolf, who <laughs> might be able to gimp a little bit easier. Okay, man. What ice cream flavor do you have on a sunny day at the beach? Well, I had a really good ice cream this last week uh, at Patagonia in Queenstown. I was down skiing. It was pretty good. Uh, it was like this coffee bean caramel and vanilla type one. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but I hope somebody knows what I'm talking about. Okay, well, that sounds good. Red or aloof? Red. Wow. Yeah. Well, quick, right? Yeah. No. Short and to the point. Name an industry that you're curious to learn more about. I was definitely keen on learning more about tourism uh, before the current situation. I, I study management in Chinese, and that was sort of my direction. Okay. Yeah. Tur- oh, God. Tourism. We'll see how things progress. Yeah, man. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be hoping for you. Describe playing Captain Falcon in three emotions. Oh, passion, style. Um, is kneeing people an emotion? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <Knee> <laughs> Violent. Violent. All right. Name a golden gem in Christchurch. A golden gem. I, I haven't heard of this term. What is what is? Oh, like, uh, it, 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 just, you know, just something that you think is really good. It could be a... Uh, a shop or uh, yeah, anything. It's just, just something that you think is so good that maybe not many people know about it. How many people know? I think the ski fields are kind of slept on around uh, Canterbury. Uh, the Otago ones are pretty sick. Um, it's just sort of on my mind at the moment. Mm. But yeah, anywhere you can ski is good. If you could have an animal as your sidekick in the NZFGC, what would it be and why? Probably be a Kia or something like that that just sits on my shoulder or like he comes in flying and you like catch him on your arm. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> oh, no, nice. Also, nice. fits with the Falcon theme, I guess. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe. Yeah, of course, your character. <laughs> and who is your waifu, IDK? Oh, that's tricky. No, uh, 
my waifu's Captain Falcon. Yeah, all the way. You got to be character loyal. Yeah, nah, I I appreciate that, man. Legend. <laughs> hey, uh, thanks again, IDK. Um, yeah, thanks for you know accommodating me to your schedule and stuff. Do you have any last words or shout outs? Oh, last words. Oh, just shout outs to the NZFGC in general. Like everyone's everyone's soldiering on. You know, trying to get the games, keeping the games alive. You know, keeping the you know, keeping the hype alive and that sort. And we'll hopefully get through this and get back to what we do best. Yeah, man. Sweet, man. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Drax. Thanks for the opportunity. Nah.